This is Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. The draw's a curious thing. I was just looking. Um, Broncos, they have five weeks in a row at Suncorp. There you go. And one of those games could be a full house against the Dolphins. That's one of the topics we'll talk about with the GOAT, Cameron Smith, who joins us now. If you would like to chat to Cameron, you can get on the Motorola open line on 1300 011170. Check out the latest smartphones from motorola.com.au or you can text through your question or your comment on the Edgewater Homes uh, text line 0457 736 736 Edgewater Completed Homes are now selling in the Catherine Park Estate. Well worth checking out if you're looking for a new home, edgewaterhomes.com. Where do we start? So much to talk about, Brandy, with our guest, Cameron Smith, on a Monday for one hour. One hour's not going to be enough, Cameron. Good morning to you. Good morning, fellas. Another great weekend of footy. Plenty of things happening. Plenty of headlines again. Sorry, Cameron, <laughs> is that a Dolphins hat you're wearing? Is that a fin, fins up? Are you, have, you, have you hopped on the Dolphins bus here? you got the Dolphins Well, on. Well, Vossi, I'll tell you what. It, they've, they've, they've just captured everyone up here in Queensland. Two wins in a row particularly the win on the weekend against Canberra. What a stirring victory that was. And I'll tell you what, there's there's a head-on collision heading Suncorp Stadium way in a fortnight. The Broncos v. the Dolphins. It's the Dolphins' home game, actually. But if they, if they were to win this week, both teams, they head into that round four clash undefeated. It'll be a top-of-the-table clash, 50,000 at Suncorp. There you yeah. go. I've called it yeah, right that there. that would be incredible. Yeah, you've got it. Yeah, they've incredible. Lock it in. Uh, KO, KO Stadium was rocking when uh, when the hammer crossed for a try in the 78th minute. It was it was it was great watching. Uh, but let's let's flip back to the just before we talk about the the expansion of the NRL, which has been mm. um, you know a big story over the weekend. Go back to the Broncos and and Reese Walsh. Have you have you seen a better debut, debut? Like I know he's a junior, and it sort of happened in a roundabout way where he joined the Warriors, then came back. But mm. uh, that was that was pretty special. And I'll I'll highlight him and Ezra Mam. Mam was Mam was unbelievable for the Broncos yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, fantastic and, 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 stuff. And Ezra Ezra Mam was um, he was he was great in round one as well, Brandy against uh, Penrith. Mm. He's just he seems like he's yep. he's 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 come into you know 2023 with. More confidence, um, you know, which you'd expect from a young man having played his first season last year. But, yeah, those two guys were, were outstanding um, against the Cowboys, which many of, many thought, you know, the Cows were, were going to get the points against the Broncos, um, even even though they'd knocked off Penrith the week before. And, and it seemed that way early in the game where the Cowboys, uh, it felt like they dominated the first 40 minutes, although they went into the sheds at halftime um, at the same score, right? But the Broncos were able to peg them back late. But the defense of the Broncos is just it's it's been outstanding in the in the first two rounds. And and you highlighted those two players, Brandy. Reese Walsh well in in you know, just thinking back over, you know, the last five years, I, I can't remember a club debut like it. No. It was just he was just everywhere. And his ability to to, to counterattack was was really impressive. Off kick returns, off any Errors made by the Cowboys where they spilt the ball, he scooped it up. He just looked for opportunities, and he looked to link with Ezra Mam a couple of times, and those two young fellas were great. Let's go straight on that point, uh, Reese Walsh, and it's a great time to be in Queensland. Obviously, Cameron, uh, you know, mm. his basket, you've got a real glow about you today. Um, yeah, Queensland must be odds <laughs> on for the Origin Series based on the start of the season of the Queensland oh, Club. Come on, but Reese Walsh, uh, no, well, I'm saying, and I, and I, do, I am just bringing Origin into the equation. Um, <laughs> yeah. Walsh and Ponga, we had a 
a caller earlier mm. say, would Reese Walsh be your Queensland fullback right at the moment? Um, and I know we're, we're dealing with concussion with Kalen, and his game three was superb. But Reese Walsh, if, if, the, if the development continued, could he challenge for number one at Queensland? Yeah, absolutely. I and, mean, you know, we, we hope, you know, Kalen Ponga is going to be okay. It's, it's, it's obviously a, he's had several head knocks and several concussions in a, in a very short space of time. So we'll have to wait and see what, you know, sort of protocols and, and, and things un, unfold with him. But certainly off the back of that, that performance the other night, I think it's got a lot of Queenslanders excited about Reese Walsh. And um, he, he was in, he was involved in the series last year. He came into the squad True. Um, yeah. Late in the piece, and and I know Billy Slater has a has you know huge raps on on Reece Walsh, and he knows that you know he's still got a lot of development in him as as a fullback. Um, you know he's still very young and, and raw um, with with you know the things that he's doing on the field, but the speed that he possesses, it's just you seen the other night. It's just so hard to contain, wow. so hard to contain, and that was that was one of the things that you know I always knew he was a you know he had a lot of you know, pace and, and lightning speed. But seeing him um, in person on the training paddock last year, that was the thing that, that really I was most impressed with was his ability to go from almost like a jogging pace, sort of stationary and then flat out and the, and the movement that he, can, that he can produce laterally across the field and, and skip across defenders. It's just, there's not many guys in our game that can do what he does. So, you know, depending what Kalen where Kalen heads to now, um, you know, with, with the time he spends away from the game and, and, and really the, the form that, that Reese continues on, he, he may well have a Maroons jersey in a couple of months' time. Yeah. Uh, he, he gets across three defenders so quickly and mm. he could have burnt, like Peter Hicku had a, like he, nightmares about <laughs> he did, uh, Reese yeah. Walsh on, <laughs> uh, yeah, on Friday night. Um, Vossi, I've just got to do a quick... Uh, Quick golf update because the Players' Championship. Minwoo Lee is on the Tigers' rickshaw at the moment. The wheels are falling off <laughs> as, as we speak. Uh, he's dropped yeah. a weight under. Like, he's he's outside the, the top ten now. He's, uh, he's outside the top ten. Cam Davis, though. Cam Davis, not Camp David, as someone texted in a little bit earlier. It's Cam yes. Davis. Um, he's at 11 under. So he's sitting on his own in third spot. Scheffler is a machine. He's... He's, he's hit five birdies. Five birdies in a row for Scheffler. Scheffler is 18 under, six clear of second-placed uh, Tyrrell Hatton, who's in the clubhouse at 12 under the cart. So it's all Scotty Scheffler's with... Early, earlier today, it was equal leaders. After three, Minwoo Lee had joined the lead um, and now finds himself... So he'd be, what, 10 behind? <laughs> 10 behind Scheffler. Now, this is shades of uh, Norman and yep. Faldo stuff. He had the mm. triple bogey at four, Minwoo Lee... And uh, dropped him down. Um, text is coming through. Just that, that stat about the Broncos. Yes, Broncos getting five games in a row at Suncorp. Uh, the Pearl says, well, Broncos getting five games in a row at Suncorp. That's unlike the NRL giving the Broncos a leg up. It's not like they're getting most weeks on a Friday. <laughs> they, get, they get the five weeks at home, and then they play on the Gold Coast. So six weeks in a row, Brisbane essentially are in Brisbane. Have no travel to do, which is extraordinary when there's only... You know, two of oh, the three teams that they could have themselves and two others that they don't have to travel, and yet for a, a period of six weeks, the Broncos stay at home. That's Vossi, that's incredible. Maybe Kevin. someone how'd that work out? Yeah, just maybe something that I heard over the weekend. Maybe and maybe someone knows the draw a little better than mine. I, I focus on what's mm. happening this weekend. I don't worry about mm. what's happening 
anything further than the weekend coming up. But I heard that the Broncos only travel to Sydney twice this year. Could be right. Surely that can't be, be right. right. That, that can't be right, can it? That can, well, it can be, not. probably. And, and the vagaries of the draw, what was pointed out earlier, Cameron, if you're not aware about Parramatta. So Parramatta, who have started the season 0-2, and two, now play Manly, who are coming off a bye. The next week they will play Penrith, who will be coming off a bye. And then they will play the Roosters, who will be coming off the bye. Yeah, wow. Is that fair cop? Is that fair cop <laughs> yeah, that you're facing wow. a freshened oh. up side, all heavyweights, <laughs> oh. Three weeks in a row, can't they? Do they ever do they ever look at those things? That doesn't seem right. That we've got all these great IT people, and we could land on a draw like that with that sort of vagary in it. I don't, I don't think that's fair. No, that's not fair. Not at all. No. And the that 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 uh, that info you got about the Broncos travelling to Sydney only twice, Brandy, that's wrong. They've already gone down to Penrith, um, and in the coming weeks they've got Manly, they've got Parramatta. Um, in about five or six weeks, they got Cronulla. Oh, so Darwin, I think in Darwin, is Darwin, isn't it? They're a bit off. That, yeah, yeah that goes off, mate. Yeah, it didn't sound Manly right. Manly Suncorp. Hang on a sec, Cameron. Manly Suncorp. Oh, that's actually... Um, it is. in Darwin. Oh, hang, on. <laughs> hang on a second. <laughs> it is. It's Manly's home hang game. <laughs> but it's yes. at Suncorp. Magic Manly's round. Manly's home game at Suncorp. Magic, Magic round. round, of course. Oh, they, they're too Magic good, the Broncos. Round. They're too good. There we go. I think I think Brandy's mail might be good. Now, Cameron, can we pin you down on this one, a, a talking point out of the weekend? Expansion, okay? We are now mm. very much looking at 18th theme. We had the Prime Minister on the program, Cameron, just a few weeks ago when Anthony Albanese was pushing the barrow of Papua New Guinea. Um, it now appears that it's very much being discussed. Yeah. If you had to pick right now, I'd put Cameron Smith in charge Ooh. of adding one team to the NRL to give us the even number 18. Where's it going to be? It's multiple choice. It's a, it's a second oh. New Zealand team. Is it a Pacifica team? Is it um, a PNG team? And they're talking about a PNG team based in Cairns. That would be mm-hmm. the training base. Is it Perth? Is it Adelaide? Is it, is it somewhere else, central Queensland? What have you got, Cameron? I'm putting you in charge oh, of the game wow. now to make... The big call. Yeah. Um, 8th team. I'm not hiding to nothing, this answer. Um, I'd probably say Perth. I'd say Perth, Vossi. Yeah, I think um, there's a there's a, there's a a thirst for rugby league over there. Every every trip I've made over there to play um, footy, whether it be with the Storm or be over there with State of Origin, um, the locals just, they, they're, they're hungry for... Uh, an NRL team to go over there, and they love their league. There's a there's quite a strong, um, you know, junior or grassroots competition over there at the moment. Um, and as we know, we, we we did have the Perth Reds quite some time ago, um, so it's not a foreign area for us. But I think it's just a it's a wonderful place to grow the game. Um, so I'd be going over to, over the west. Right, yeah, so I, that, that's my pick too, Bossy. That that is my pick, and I, I've I've said it before that if they if they're going to bring an 18th team in, um, I'd bring in Perth because of that reason too, Cam. The, the, and the amount of times that I've been to Perth over the last few years, yeah, I think I think there's enough support there and enough corporate support and enough general support in Perth to have a team. We probably should never have given that up um, when the two Super League and ARL came back together, but uh, that would be my pick. I think I'm right. I think the I think the Broncos have two games yes. in Sydney for the rest of the year. Fair dinkum. It's the Sharks and the Bulldogs. Wow. Because yeah. the Parramatta game's in Darwin. They oh. play in New Zealand. They play the Melbourne Storm. 
Two games. Anyway. There you yes. go. They've confirmed it. We've confirmed it. Travelling to Melbourne and Shark Park. The only other games they come to Sydney this year, having already been to Penrith. Cameron Smith, our special guest, between 8 and 9 on a, uh, on a Monday morning. And a question for Cameron on the text line, on the Edgewater Homes text line. Uh, Cameron, and correct me if I'm uh, right, is Billy still favourite to replace Bellyache? Or will he now look to Wayne and think he is only a pup? Surely, Cameron, you will take the smart route and stick with media and no coaching. <laughs> or, question mark, question mark. What, have you got any mail? Mm. Next coach at Melbourne. Is Cameron Smith throwing his hat in the ring? Looks Absolutely like a fun not. job coaching. Absolutely not, Vossie. No, not at all. Particularly after you know Craig's tenure there for, what, 20, 21 years. Um, I'm a, I have too much fun talking to you fellas on Mondays. I'd rather talk to you guys than be in those meeting rooms. Dealing with the players. Yeah, well, and... well, you know, just look at – you only had to watch Tim Sheens yesterday. And oh. You're going, oh, my God, oh. Mate, that's that's too no. tough. No. And as far as Billy's concerned too, um, I know there's a little bit of talk around Billy. All the conversations I've had with him, boys, is he, he said I'm extremely happy with what he's doing right now. He's he's coaching the Queensland side, you know, doing his work with the media and his, and his business with his horses. Um, so I highly, highly doubt that he'll take the role as, as head coach of the Storm. All right, let me push a little further, uh, Ray Martin style. <laughs> will it be an internal appointment then? Is, is Or will Melbourne cast a net for Yeah, who do you think coach? might get the gig? Oh, jeez. Um, I, I think, and, and this is without speaking to anyone in the organisation, any of the administration, I think they will look for someone that has spent time at Melbourne. Um you know, it's a, it's a, it's a very, you know, sort of, it's a unique place, you know, for, for rugby league to be, to be played and, and coached and, and whatnot. So you got to know uh, the town and the people and, and what the club's about. Um, they've got some wonderful people in there at the moment as, as assistant coaches. Mark Bretnell's got great experience. Uh, Craig Bellamy's son has been there for a long time. Aaron Bellamy, Ryan Hinchcliffe, former Storm player, as an assistant as well. Um, but I think if they're looking for a little bit more experience, maybe maybe a guy like Jason Riles might be a chance to go down and and uh, and coach Melbourne. Right, Where is that'd be my, that'd, that'd be my tip. He's he's currently at the Roosters. He's assistant coach at the Roosters. Roosters. Yes, he is. Yeah, it's yep. his second year at the Roosters. Um, so you know, and he's yeah, so he's been both a player and a coach at the Melbourne Storm. Um, yeah, so that would be my tip. But yeah, who knows? We we'll have to wait and see. I think nights like the other night, it just did not look like fun for Craig. And oh. we were obliged to ask you, Cameron, about Melbourne. I mean, well, they're saying, well, you've been around the club a long time. The injury mm. crisis that Melbourne have at the moment, yeah. Craig doesn't want to make excuses. It pains to say that. But the fact is the fact. It's the worst injury dull they've had in his time. Yeah. Um, and the other day, Xavier Coates pulls out on game day. Then Nelson Asafa Solomona is an hour casualty out of the game. And you're looking at six to eight weeks mm. out. If you took away, say, Harry Grant, and um, and Jerome Hughes, it's looking the the depth is just so thin yeah. at Melbourne. I didn't see the side like it. Your two wingers had seven games between him. Your five yep. eight was having his first start at, at six. Your bench had twenty two games between them. Yeah, in round two, you got a bench of twenty two games experience. Yeah, I think it's the most uh, inexperienced Storm side that has been on the paddock for quite some time, Vossi. And uh, you know, and this is the challenges now that that Craig is facing is. You know, a lot of new faces, particularly, um, you know, those new faces are all young guys starting out their career. And that was my, my major concern for the Storm going into this season was um, 
the depth, particularly in the key positions. And so if they ever lost, you know, a Munster or a Hughes, um, a Harry Grant, they're already, you know, starting the season without Ryan Pappenhausen, who was out indefinitely. We don't know when he's going to be back. I was just, my, my concern was if they lost one of those guys, you know, where where was the next guy coming from and, and how much of an effect would that have on the footy side? Now, you know, Cameron Munster not being there the other night, that's no excuse for some of the things that the, that the Storm weren't good at. And Craig pointed those out after the match. It was a lot of the effort areas that he was really disappointed in. You know, you take a star player out of a team, that's that's no excuse for lacking effort. There's there's absolutely no excuse for that. But taking him out of the football side, that certainly does dent the confidence of that team. When you have a guy like Cameron Munster, look what he did the previous week. He had a compound fracture of the finger, went off the field, come back on and, and help steer the team to a great victory against Parramatta in Golden Point. So that's the concerning thing for the Storm now is is – if they lose a couple, particularly those experienced players with such a, a young squad, who, who's who's taking control of that football side? And and I yeah, think I, that's I, what they're yeah. the questions that will be asked this week around that squad. Was hey, like we were, we were down one one experienced man, we need people to stand up. Mm. I I think the competition has squeezed closer together. There's no doubt that that yeah. And yep. those sides that didn't make the eight will be are a big chance of knocking off the good sides this year. Who, you know, those sides that have been pulled apart a bit. The Panthers, mm. the Storm have lost players through salary cap. You know, they've had to yep. shuffle the de- the deck chairs a bit. You know, if they've got one or two of their key players missing, they they are vulnerable. Mm. And the Storm showed that on the weekend against Absolutely. the Dogs. Big time. It was twenty six nil after fifty minutes. It was looking. It was seriously. It was looking like. Uh, well, this this will get to fifty. Um, that's that's where it looked like it was headed. And then uh, things changed in the last bit. But uh, Craig Bellamy bitterly disappointed and knows he's got a big challenge. Melbourne the next couple of weeks. Titans and Tigers. That's their next two matches. Uh, keep the questions coming for Cameron Smith on the Edgewater Homes text zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. If you'd like to call the Motorola open line, it's open for business one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Uh Stacks of uh, text messages here, Vossi, for Edgewater Homes. Uh, this one, oh, there's a question for Cam, but I'll, I'll read the uh, text message from Buddy first. While teams like the Panthers, Eel Storm and Rabbit struggle when they lose a star player or two, the Roosters just replace them with another international player. Um, and this question for Cam uh, from Chris, what does he think of the Roosters' chances this year? Keep in mind mm. their injury toll. Yeah, good question. Um, oh, look, I, I actually thought they were looking at their squad, that you know their roster on paper, they look as strong as any other club in the competition. So I actually thought you know, they were, they were going to have a, a really strong season, maybe top four finish, but... They've been far from impressive, really, in the first two rounds. You know, getting beaten first up by the Dolphins, um, which was a surprise to a lot of people. Uh, and then last week, they well, they, they battled past the Warriors, didn't they? And mm. I, I still I feel as though that there's, there's some issues with their defence. Like, they're conceding. I know they only give up 12 the other day, but I just feel as though that they... Coming off the back of last year, their defence wasn't great. When you think back to the times when they were, you know, they won those back-to-back premierships, they were almost impenetrable. You know, it was so hard to break their defensive line. But at the moment, teams are they're making line breaks. They get down the other end. They're able to, you know, get over the trial line, um, you know, fairly regularly against the Roosters. So 
if they can fix that area, I know there's a, a lot of injuries at the moment. Those players will return. But if they can fix their defence, I, I think they'll still finish in a, in a lofty position on the ladder. Alrighty, an assessment of the Roosters from Cameron Smith. This one uh, from Jace. Morning boys, hearing the goat defend the Broncos draw even had Kevin Walters raising his eyebrows. <laughs> uh, so there's a little <laughs> Kevin Walters eyebrow mention. Gets a run. He's never gets none, old. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg, Kevin Walters, no eyebrows. Uh, and the Fairfield well, well, from... The fact that we, yeah. we really, we, we don't know anything about the draw and how it's worked. So, so it's hard to comment no. on, you know, it is... It is what it is. Um, mm. it, we can certainly point out well, those be. that we think have got, you know, the the good the rub of the green. Um, but yeah. my knowledge of how the draw is is worked out uh, is zero. I don't know what they do. I don't know what the, zero. It's so it's, I, it's it's put into some computer somewhere elsewhere, isn't yeah, it, Vossi? In Canada, and it comes in Canada. Out I reckon it's in Canada. That's what I've always heard. That some <laughs> Canadian, my boy, had to outsource it. I got no idea. <laughs> I mean, I reckon we could give it to Charlie Goodson. Was it Charlie and Dan, Lieutenant Dan, on the panel? You'd, you'd handle the draw, wouldn't you, Dan? You could handle it, come yeah, up with something. He's be that hard. Uh, in high school, you do three-unit maths or anything like that? Anything we need to know that no. could qualify yep, you? Yep, yeah, I could. Com- computer studies, something <laughs> yep. like that. That's all you've got to do. Yep. We're, we're, take, we're looking for jobs here. Me and Charlie. Um, and the Fairfield Frog says on the text, oh, no, Charlie's just there for support, uh, just to take notes. Um, not sure the salary cap squeezed the storm. I think for the first time they've got retention wrong. I, I, look, I think mm. the Fairfield Frog, eh, you know, like it starts with Hines. Uh, you know, to, to have all this batch go at the one time, Smith, Kafusi, the Bromwich brothers, it's, it's like mm. the Australian cricket team saying, you know, ta-da, Rod Marsh, Greg Chappell, all at the same time. It's, but I don't, don't you think, it's... Cam? Look, well, what they what they did, they they thought, well, where where is our priority? And they've prioritised in their their spine. They've they've yeah. spent a lot of money to keep uh, Ryan Pappenhausen, who they extended. Harry Grant's done the same thing. Jerome Hughes did the same thing. And Cam Munster just signed a yep. big long term deal. That's so right. they prioritised. And Cam, you know the salary cap. If you're mm. spending that much money on those, like. You know, it'd be close to four million dollars a year on those four players. Be you yeah. know, roundabout. Might be a little yeah. bit less, but yep. th- that's that ties your hands behind your back as to what else you bring to the club. Yeah, and at four million, um, which you know, I believe it would be close to um, that much. It's it's forty percent, so it's nearly half of your expenditure on four players, and you and you got to you got to spend. You got. That, 30. that on you 30. Got 30 players. That's right, yeah. on 30 players. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to you're banking you know majority of your cap on those four players, and you've got to hope that they're fit and they stay fit for the entire season, and then you build you build the the, the rest of the team with some soldiers um, around them. But at the moment, as you see, you know Munster's out for another couple of weeks. Um, Pappenhausen again indefinite, um, and you've still got you know you got Harry Grant and. Uh, Hughes there, you know, playing these games. But then when you have guys around them fall to the wayside as well, like a sofa Solomona, six to eight weeks. That's a that's, big that's loss. A that's a big huge loss. loss for them. Huge loss. Yep. All righty. Uh, we're going to have pull up your socks for Underwork straight out of the news. Uh, who has to pull up your socks? You can have a nomination for that on the text line, 0457 736 736. Monday morning breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. With a goat between eight and nine, Cameron Smith. Vanessa, thank you. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers Unable to Work Due to Injury or Illness. Contact Bryden's Lawyers. Dan, hit it. Hello, Moto. Yeah, 
Yes, the Motorola open line is 1300 01170. Affordable premium smartphones. Visit motorola.com.au or the Edgewater Homes text line, which is 0457 736 736. Edgewater completed homes now selling at Catherine Park Estate. Edgewaterhomes.com.au. Let's go straight to the Motorola open line. Uh, good morning, Simon. Uh, good morning, guys. How are you? It's Go my first time talking to Ke- it's my first time talking to Cameron Smith. I enjoy his I enjoy his point of view. I think he's he's a legend. Okay, I think when he was playing football, it was a bit of a referee kind of point of view. But <laughs> as, a, a as a commentator, too, yeah. as a commentator, outstanding ref. <laughs> as a commentator, I think he's a, he's great. Go now on I want to talk to you. I'm a I'm a Dragon supporter. Okay, it's all this oh, journalists happy. that people and the commentators and all that dipping the dragon to come along. I know it's only the first game. I think we've done pretty well for our first game. I think we, I think we knocked off Brisbane last year in the semi-final. We got a good wood over the Brisbane Broncos. Mm-hmm. I think we can knock them off as well. I mean, yep. I think we knocked them out of the semi in the Cogra over last year. Okay. Mm, I, I, think we can do I remember Tarek Sims about three years ago scoring a hat trick of first half tries. I think time flies, doesn't it, through COVID. So I'm excuse that. You forget Dragons weren't part of the finals uh, last year. I hate to break the news to you. Uh, Cameron's saying, can we give you a prize? Cameron, do you agree with that? Signet Power Boost Bank for Simon? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, all right. We'll send out the, the Signet Power Boost Bank. You enjoy the Dragons' victory, uh, Simon, and, and look out Broncos when the Dragons run into... The Broncos, so I think that Power Boost Bank coming the way of Simon for calling the Motorola. Oh, hello, now Ryan and Mackay. So we follow up, got Dragons fan into Broncos fan. <laughs> hello, Ryan, where you go? Well, I was going to talk about how we beat the Cowboys, but now that you mention it, I believe after we beat the Panthers, the Dragon supporters must really be drinking something strong down there if they think they can beat us, considering we beat the reigning Premiers. I think no one... Is going to come up against us once we beat the Premiers. And we've now restated our title as the home of rugby league in Queensland is Red Hill. Red Hill is the home of rugby league in Queensland. And unless another team can prove us wrong, we've just beaten the Cowboys, mm. we've beaten the Premiers, we are the Harlem Globetrotters of the NRL. Oh. <laughs> Big Ritten's spoke call. about Ryan Mackay there on SEN. There we go. There's a little political announcement. The home of rugby league's Red Hill, Cameron. There we go. Well, Ryan. Well, listen. You know they've 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 won impressively. Okay, over the first two rounds, there's no doubt about that. But just just pump the brakes a little bit, Ryan. Look what happened last year, mate. You're sitting fourth with six rounds to go, and you didn't make the eight. So just just enjoy the victories and and just <laughs> let the boys keep going. Sage <laughs> advice from Cameron Smith, the goat. Now pull up your socks, yeah, fellas. On the works. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Don't get, don't get carried away. Uh, the Harlem Globetrotters, I don't know where that came from. Pull up your socks for Underworks. All day socks by Underworks. Pass every test. Pick up a pair and test them for yourself. We'll let some of our listeners uh, fire away. Pull up your socks to all the experts calling the season for teams after round two. Long way to go yet. Uh, this one, who needs to pull their socks up? Canberra Raiders, fifth tackle options. What about the Tigers attack? Like, what? Look, seriously, they don't have socks to pull up. They, they need to get a pair of socks first and then to pull up. They're that far behind Cameron. Boy, it was painful. Well, because it yesterday. was because it happened so painful. recently as yesterday afternoon, yeah. it, it's hard to go past. Yeah, how can you I, – I can't think of anything that happened over the weekend, anything that uh, screams pull up your socks as 
the Tigers did yesterday at Leichhardt. Mm. Well, they're, uh, that, Got a that's one, the Kim? well, they're the easy option, Brandy. I'd, I'd listen. Yeah. I'm going to say my old team, the Storm, just because it's their first. It was their first home game. Um, I know a lot of people, you know, made some noise about the round one victory and all that sort of stuff. That's great, but I tell you what, Craig will be extremely disappointed with their performance in their first home game at Melbourne. So I'm going to I'm going to call out my boys and say, pull up your socks, boys. I'm going to get a little bit different. Pull up your socks. Indian pitch curators. Now, come on. Serve up a wicket that's only had 20 wickets fall in four days. It's a disgrace. No one's going to watch test cricket with these boring pitches like that. We want we want the ball exploding 30 minutes in. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Uh, just on that cricket too. If you want to listen to the SEN app today, the cricket Australia v India. Australia head into the last day trailing by 88 runs. They are none for three in their second innings. And they sent... The specialist number 11, Kuhneman, in as the night watchman. He lasted 18 balls, and uh, he's not, yeah. not out. Doesn't strike me as a night watchman type of player, Kuhneman. Dilip Doshi. Dilip Doshi. Yeah. Revisit. Uh, well, no, well, well, off the back of that, Luke says uh, Ryan's obviously found an early opener. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's our favourite line <laughs> these days. That's our line. Uh, <laughs> boys. Call it, found it early I, def- I defend Greg. Ryan and Simon. They are just passionate. And we yeah, have a saying here, a creed since day one, when you win, you rub it in. So, boys, I'm, I stand with Simon and Ryan. There we go. Stand with them. Okay. Death is cricket. Uh, pull up your socks too. moment. Well done. Uh, have we got – if Charlie Goodsir, is he um, – is he rekindling the uh, mm moment? Well, Cameron hasn't had Is that he... segment. We could probably throw no. him into this into the show if you like. I, I, uh, Cameron, we've got a segment. We could teach I'm a little bit nervous. Here, guys. Mm. <laughs> I'm a little bit yeah. nervous. Yeah, well, we might do it after a break. Then we'll bring Charlie in. Be, be a bit nervous. Uh, suddenly joining uh, Cameron Smith on the same show. Um, yeah, pull pull your socks up moment for you, and that's for the storm. Pull your socks up. Stop the injury excuses. Dogs also had two main forwards out. Um, that's from the, the Belford Bulldogs. Um, that was Luke Thompson, Tavita Pengai, yes. out for Canterbury, out of their pack. A couple of the, mm. the big hombres up front. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, but, uh, but look, I just call what I see. And I thought when I sat down to call that game the other night, I said, I don't know where the points come from, Melbourne. If, if yeah. they, and I say this figuratively, if they bash Harry Grant, if they stop Harry Grant getting at a dummy half, where's yeah. Melbourne going to scare them in attack with, yep. with what they had? and. That's the way it panned out, and Canterbury played a lot better than the previous week. Uh, We will take a break. Pull up your socks for Underworks. All-day socks by Underworks. Pass every test. Pick up a pair and test them for yourself in a moment. Cameron Smith goes head-to-head with Charlie Goodsir. It'll be a career highlight. For who? You'll have to work out. Uh, This one from Ryan. He says, uh, and Ryan, who we just had on the Motorola open line, I've Broncos personalised number plates and uh, tattooed across my chest. So he's got his personalised number plates and a tattoo across his chest, and his dog's names are Thiday and Yao Yi. Uh, and in reply to that, someone's written, Ryan is a typical Broncos supporter, only up early to pack his billy bong. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. Um, and this one, on the text line, this may be the most savage Tigers-related text ever. The Salvation Army have a better attack than the Tigers. <laughs> uh, that is quite that is quite a lot. I wish I had a thought of that myself. Now, at uh, 12 minutes to nine, Cameron Smith, we introduce you to a segment run by Charlie Gooser. What's up, Charlie? Things that make you go. Things that make you go. 
This is nerve-wracking for the young fella um, that we've taken in um, and giving him a job. Not quite sure what he does, but um, all right, Charlie. See if you can impress Cameron with a few things that make you go, hmm. Uh, uh, good morning. I've never been so nervous for a segment of my whole life, speaking to the goat. Um, and apologies for my sore throat. I lost my voice at Leichhardt over yesterday, screaming. I'm for, surprised you're at Newcastle. Work today. Yeah. Really? After, after a Newcastle win, I'm, I'm, I was stunned when I heard your voice in here this morning. But it, yeah. carry on. Absolutely pumped. Uh, so the first I'm one is. Uh, any day turns up. <laughs> 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 the, the first one is, is a follow up from uh, the things that make you go hmm from last week. So uh, in the Toronto Raptors, uh, Fred Van Vliet. Uh, who had that fiery tirade uh, at the NBA refs um, using a lot of expletives and having personal digs at one of them. He was fined $30,000 uh, for his attack. And he 30, makes $30,000? He makes $28.5 million a year. So I think he's all right with the $30,000 fine. Yeah, that makes me go, mm. There we go. Yes, there it is. Confirmation. Yeah. Okay. Now, you had to hear the bit of audio. Do we have Do we have Mr. Van Fleet there? Have we got time? No, we don't have it there. He just let rip Cameron in a post-match press conference, just yep. ripped and teared, swearing, expletive-laden about the quality of the officials. Next one, Charlie. What have you got? Wow. Uh, the next one, it, it's the last one. So I was at Leichhardt over yesterday. Um, I was on the hill, and all of a sudden, uh, my mate points to me and says, hey, have a look at that spark. And what was happening, one of the lights was sparking. All of a sudden, it started, caught on fire, and flames started coming out. So all the cops and security guards had to form a perimeter around one of the light posts and no one was allowed to go near it because one of the wow. one of the lights had caught on fire. <laughs> well, that's been big Brandy, save Charlie. Can you save Brandy? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to rattle off three quick things that I saw out of the weekend's games that just made me go, what the? Jackson Hastings <laughs> in, his, in his interview... Uh, said, I was proud of the Tigers today. And I'm thinking, that is the biggest lie that I've ever heard. He's playing for Newcastle, <laughs> yet he said he was proud of the Tigers. I'm going, what? 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 Uh, Tyson Gamble and uh, Adam Dewey. Adam Dewey yeah. made a mistake at the play the ball, then fell over with cramp. And then Tyson Gamble gave him a gobful. Then Adam Dewey jumped up and started wanted to fight him. And Tyson Gamble summed it up beautifully. He said... What happened to your kick? What happened to your cramp? Something. You so beautiful. And the last thing that made me go mm, was Sean O'Sullivan being sin binned. Oh, what the? Nah. Yeah, we we'll go. I thought nah. I thought Cole Flanagan sin binning was bad last yeah. week. Mm. That yeah. was worse. Sean yeah. O'Sullivan yeah. going to the bin because Corey Harawira kicked the ball poorly and just ran into him. Yeah. That was that was a really bad decision. What was he, <laughs> what was he meant Biden to do, second, Brandy? Yes. I, I just yeah, I no, got no idea. Cam, he didn't change his line, didn't move. It's, just, just it was crazy. Yeah, crazy, crazy. One last um, things that make you go um out of uh, Germany: women in Berlin can now swim topless in the city's public pools if they choose to, just as men can. <laughs> Um, it continues Germany's tradition of nudity. Um, it's called. It's actually Germany's love, Cameron, for this is your word for the day, Frikopokulta, which is translated to free body culture. So there will be topless women swimming in the public pools in Berlin. Wow. Okay. That makes you go. I, I actually. Yes, I had no idea I was walking into this today, fellas. I'll, no, I'll, be, I'll be much it. better prepared next week. I think.
That's right. You've got to come up with one yourself. There you go. So we go all yeah, over the place. Just it's it's open slather. Now you know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this one too. Rob's having a crack. He says, are you considering having the week off from the captain's run? Cameron, the beak will be insufferable after a oh. Broncos win and a storm loss. Kempy. Captain's run Wednesday. Yeah. No. I'll be there, Kempy. I'll be there with Kempy. 12 to 3 Wednesday. All right, Cameron, that's when you're next on SEN. Uh, the captain's run midday on a Wednesday. Cameron, thanks for joining us. The hour's just flying by. I feel like five minutes. Thanks, thanks fellas. Smitty. We'll see you next week. Good man. Have a great week. That is uh, Dolphins' newest supporter, Cameron Smith, uh, live here on SEN Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. We'll have a break just to bring it home.